Welcome to Truth in the Word. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Now, here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, this is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. It's the 17th day of October 2020. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. We're going to continue on today in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, beginning with verse 18. Before we do, let's pray over God's Word. Father, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would anoint your Word this morning. You said it will come out and not come back void, but will do that what you sent it to do. You sent your word and you healed them. And we know that your word is the bread of life. And we thank you and we give you honor and we give you praise. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18, going to talk about the terrible mountain. A terrible mountain, which is Mount Sinai, which is where the law of God was given to Moses, etched in a tablet, and how that God's holiness was portrayed in this mountain, and how that people could not approach this mountain unless they die. See, God is holy. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The Word of God says in Isaiah 6, which we talked about, that he saw the Lord high and lifted up and shame filled the temple and the seraphims, the burning ones, flew around the altar, or not the altar, but the throne of God 24-7, crying, Holy, Holy, Holy. And he is a holy God. And and today, today, in the times in which we live, we uh, approach God only through the blood of Jesus Christ. The scripture says, Jesus said, I am the way and I am the truth. <clears throat> and no man comes unto the Father except it be through me. God's mediator is the man, Christ Jesus. Now, we need to get this in our minds today. That nothing we do uh, will suffice in approaching God other than accepting Jesus Christ. He's the only way. He's the only way to approach God. And the Bible says that we can even go boldly before the throne of God in the very book that we are studying with our supplications and our what? And our petitions before an almighty God only through the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to get that in our minds. We cannot approach God through our church, through our pastor, through anything you're involved in, but it has to be a personal relationship. You have to accept Jesus Christ. You have to invite him into your heart and your life, and then we are reconciled to God only through his blood. So the writer says in Hebrews 12, 18, For ye are not coming to the mount that might be touched, and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest. And the mount they're talking about here is Sinai, 
where the law was given unto Moses. Now, we've talked a lot of times about the law. The law in itself cannot save us. The law uh, was a schoolmaster. In other words, it showed us our sins, our transgressions, revealed to us that there's a need in our life that we cannot approach God in a sinful nature. We must approach God through Jesus Christ and through him alone. He's the way. He's the truth, and he's the life. So the writer is saying here, he's talking to the Hebrews, that that we cannot face God according to the law. That we cannot once again embrace the law. The Word of God says, as Paul wrote to the church at Galatia, and said, O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you, that you might once again go back and walk in law, rather than receive the grace through Jesus Christ. So we preach Jesus Christ and we preach him crucified, the way, the truth, and the life. So we must face God who died for our sins. The Bible declares that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There has to be a price paid for sin. God hates sin that bad. There must be a price paid, and it must be blood. Something has to die, or somebody had to die, and that somebody was Jesus Christ. So we face God. We are reconciled to God. We once again can walk in fellowship with God only through the blood of his son. So the word of God says in Exodus 19 and 12, thou shalt set bounds unto the people. See the word bounds, limited, unto the people round and about saying, take heed to yourselves that you go not up to the mount, which is Sinai, or touch the border of it. And whosoever toucheth the mount shall be be surely put to death. Now, that's pretty strenuous. <laughs> that's pretty clear. It, it depicts the holiness of God. When you come down on this mountain, Exodus 19 and 18 says, the Mount Sinai was altogether on smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Wow. The smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. So we have a choice. We can either face God. This, this, uh, uh, the Bible declares it's a horrible thing to be in the hands of an angry God. And an angry God is a God who deals with the people that has not accepted his way. The wrath of God, listen to me, is poured out upon those that do not receive Jesus Christ. It doesn't have to be that way. He said, I would that none would perish. For whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus Christ is God's way. That's why there's so much controversy about the Son of God. Because at the cross, sin and hell was defeated. Christ answered every problem that we have. 
that's common to man at the cross when he shed his blood. He laid in the grave for three days. On the third day, the Bible declared he was resurrected, becoming the first fruits of death. When he bowed his head and said, it is finished, that's exactly, pardon me, what happened. It was finished. It was finished through Jesus Christ. So he says, don't tell the people not to come to the mountain. And the word of God says in in Deuteronomy 4, 11, and ye came near and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire into the midst of heaven, and darkness, clouds, and thick darkness. Exodus 19, 16, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mountain, and a voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. So many today they're just you know think well God's just God's just God he's uh, he's he's not a terrible God per se no he's not terrible he's a good God he's the father of lights but 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 there's a wrathful side of him that will be executed in the days to come and to those who do not accept Jesus Christ then they will certainly bear the wrath of God. The Bible points that out clearly. This is the day in the dispensation and the time of grace. This is the time when God's arm is not shortened or his ear cauliflowered, that he cannot hear the cries of the people. This is the day and the hour to cry upon the name of the Lord, to accept Jesus Christ. Listen, he's King of Kings, he's Lord of Lords, he's the Lord of the He's Lord of the universe. He is even the creator. All things were made by him and for him. And he's coming back with clouds of glory. He's coming back to set up a kingdom. One thousand year millennial reign after which Satan will be loose for a season and a time and then put down again. And then eternity. We're living in a temporary state where we are now. But there's coming a future. Where are you going to spend eternity? I've said this many, many times. We, we, we have the inner man that's going to live forever in a conscious state of mind somewhere. Somewhere. So the question is, have you made your peace with God? Or are you going to deal with this terrible mountain? Are you going to deal with the wrath of God? Now we know today that many blaspheme him, mock him, don't believe in him, go about to establish their own righteousness, are far from him and the bible even says that if they refuse to retain him in their knowledge he'll turn them over to their own devices there's a term in the bible that's called a retro retrobate reprobate he they were their conscience is seared conscience is seared they have made a decision he says in his word he says my spirit will not always strive with man but we're living in that hour that he is striving. That the Holy Spirit of God is on the earth, bidding and crying, come unto the Lord. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, come home, come home, sinner, come home. You don't want to face the future without him in your life. <laughs> you don't want to. 
the song says in times like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. And that anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And that anchor and that solid rock is Jesus Christ. Upon this rock I shall build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So do you know him today? Are you walking with him? Is your heart and mind set towards him? Is he Lord of your life today? He's all in all. He's all in all the soon coming king. He's going to rule this earth that we live on right now forever and ever and ever. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 19 And the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words which voice they had heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. This is the fact that the voice of God was so powerful that the people couldn't stand it. They couldn't stand to be in the presence of a thrice holy God. And once again, the only way we can reproach approach a thrice holy God is through the blood of Christ. Exodus 19 19 and when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder Moses spake and God answered him by voice. God's man at that time. And uh, when he came down off the mountain the, the Bible declares he was shine with the glory of God. See, it has to be God's way. And God's way today is Jesus Christ. By which me and you can stay in fellowship with God Almighty. And not and not and not receive his wrath. The Bible declares if you accept Jesus Christ, you're not appointed to wrath. Problems, situations, circumstances, tribulation, persecution, yes, but not the angry wrath of an almighty God. Moses wrote in Deuteronomy 5 and 22, These words the Lord spake unto all your assembly in the mount of the midst of the fire of the cloud and the thick darkness with a great voice. He added no more, and he wrote them in the two tables of stone and delivered them unto you. God's requirement, which was the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass when ye heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness from the mountain did burn with fire, that you came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders, and you said, Behold, the Lord our God hath showed us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God doth talk with man and lives. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh? that have heard the voice of the living God. Wow. Speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived. Go thou near and hear all the Lord our God shall say and speak unto us all that the Lord our God shall speak unto thee and we will hear it and do it. See, they were affected by this holiness, this terribleness of God. He's holy. He has requirements. And it 
today he speaks through his son, Jesus Christ. In days of old, he spoke this way or spoke through the prophets. But today, he speaks through Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Hebrews 12 and 20, for they could not endure that which was commanded. <laughs> and if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. They came on door another where they feared that they would die. They trembled in the presence of God. But the Bible says today where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. See, there's hope in that Spirit because of Jesus Christ. Are, are you getting this today? We're pointing to Him today. The Word of God says, If He is lifted up, that all men will be drawn unto Him, that we must decrease and He must increase. We preach Christ and we preach Him crucified. We point to him today, the author and finisher of our faith. You say, well, it's such repetition, but it's so true. We've got to get this in our minds. There's no other way to approach God other than him. So they feared they would die. And, and all of this, as far as an animal touching the hem of the mountain and be thrust through with the dark, this portrays once again the pure holiness of a thrice holy God. Exodus 19.12, Thou shalt set bounds unto the people. This is the commandment that God gave Moses. Rounded by saying, Take heed to yourselves that you go not to the mount, touch the border of whosoever touch the mount shall surely be put to death. We might have read that before, but, but it, it bears repeating. Are you getting the picture today? Are you getting the picture that we're not righteous enough or holy enough to go and converse and have fellowship with the thrice holy God only through Jesus Christ, the one that kept the law, the way maker, the way. Verse Hebrews 12 and 21. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. <laughs> wow. Moses himself, being a man, see, he had, he had to have grace to go in his presence. God, God, God protected him. Even when he saw the burning bush that would not be consumed, and the Bible says, God said, I'll show you myself, but he says, he says, oh, I'll show you from behind. In other words, you say, you can't look upon me and live. Wow. You can't look upon me and live. This is the creator of all, who many say today doesn't exist, is not really involved with the affairs of men. But Daniel said that God puts kings in and brings kings down. God allows his nations to rise up and God allows them to fall. Everything is under the power of his almighty hand. So, so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. <clears throat> so we can't live under uh, law. We can't, we can't survive under law. Fallen man cannot keep the law of God Almighty. But Jesus did. Thank God he did. So this is a picture 
telling us that we do not have to approach that terrible mountain. But we come with a broken and a contrite spirit into the presence of an almighty God only through Jesus Christ. He's calling you today. Please don't turn him away. We live under grace and mercy. But there's coming, the Bible declares, a day of reckoning. The Bible states that it's appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. Now this is this is where we're heading. But see, if you receive Christ, then the word of God says that if you die or go by the way of the grave, that there's coming a day when the resurrection power will bring you out of that grave. Paul talked about it in first. Corinthians chapter 15. Read it. In Christ we shall live, but without him we shall die. He's the first fruits of death, giving us that same power to come out of the grave through the quickening spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. But if you refuse him, then the Bible says you're going to have to deal with the first death and a Second death, which means total separation from God. Well, I don't believe that. Well, it's what the Bible says, and the Bible's the truth. And time will tell the Bible is right. See, the Holy Spirit opens up the Word to us. The Holy Spirit wrote the Word, can teach us the Word, can reveal the Word to us if we'll open up our hearts and our minds. But you must come to Him with a broken and a contrite Spirit, know today that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And Paul wrote, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. With, with your mouth you confess, and with your heart you believe. Come before him humbled and repent, which, may, which means to make a conscious decision to turn, turn and go in another what direction and denounce oh evil just tell him you're sorry ask him to make you new today I'm not going to tell you there won't be battles and struggles because there will be but I will tell you this he says if you receive me the gift of God he said I'll be with you even unto the end of this age. Now that's a promise. That's a promise today. That if you are covered with the blood. Then no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Are we going to have trouble? Are we going to see hard times? Yes. We live in a fallen world. We don't live in a perfect world. There's a perfect age that's coming. But it's certainly not now. As man struggles and strives to bring about their own government. We need to be like Abraham who said, I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God, the holy city. Think about this today. Do you know him? I wouldn't go another day without, without giving my heart and life to him. I need him, you need him, we all need him. But the word of God says, many shall say, Lord, Lord, but few are that enter in. In other words, few there are that totally submit. 
totally become a living sacrifice, totally allow him to be Lord of their lives. See, we have this stubborn streak in us that we think we can run our own lives. That's arrogance to think that that our plans are above God's plans when the Word of God says that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. He's so, so far above us. And when, when you put your life in his hands, he'll take care of you. And the Bible says rebellion is the spirit of witchcraft. When we rebel against God's plan, you can belong to every church in the world and still split hell wide open if you don't know Jesus Christ. So we don't have to deal with that mountain. We don't have to deal with the quaking and the smoke because Jesus fulfilled that law that God expects to be kept. But only through the righteousness of Jesus Christ can we be made clean. What you call on his name today? And the Bible says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, you see every situation, every circumstance. You see all the struggles of the people today. And I ask you today to bring salvation. I ask you today to heal, to set free, break the chains off of people's lives. And Father, we ask all these things in the name of Jesus. We thank you today, Lord, that you was that, that you took stripes on your back that we might be healed. And you was chastised for our peace of mind and bruised for our iniquities, our lawlessness. We thank you today that you made up the gap, that you prepared to breach. We never fail to give you honor. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. We want to thank you for listening to Truth in God's Word today. You can check us out on Facebook at The Truth in God's Word. There you can message us for any reason, whether it be prayer request, comment about the show, or if you would just like to let us know subjects you would like to hear about on Truth in God's Word. We pray that you have a blessed day.